Welcome back to Three with NVK. I'm Nicole. I'm Grace. I'm Karina. And we have a guest joining us today. We're so happy to have Brian Wishart, founder of Artly Creative and also Never Dies. Guys, awesome. we should also emphasize this is his lovely studio mm -hmm. that we've been uh, blessed to have the last few times we've visited for the support and all that stuff. So definitely excited to, to get to know you a little bit better and the public to get to know what you do. And we love the space. I mean, the lighting oh, is amazing. Just I mean, look at us all. Come on. <laughs> Come <laughs> Thank on. you for hosting us here, honestly. Honestly. Um, what I wanted to understand is what really motivated you to start Hustle Never Dies? And um, what is Hustle Never Dies? Okay, well, the hustle never dies to me is I look at humans, like every hustler, our bodies, our minds are just vehicles for the hustle, right? So for me, it's like, I'm gonna die, everybody's gonna die, mm -hmm. but the hustle's never gonna die. Somebody Ooh. else is gonna take it and run with it. So for me, like the mindset of the hustle will never die. Even though yeah. I die, it's still gonna continue going. Yeah. Um, the reason why I started it was because I'm a hustler. Like it's in my DNA, like, my mother's side of the family were pretty much all entrepreneurs. Okay. And ever since I was a kid growing up, my mm -hmm. mom was just always instilling that in me. Like, okay. be your own boss, control your own destiny, work Love for yourself, yeah. um, big on ownership. Wow. So growing up, that's all I really heard. Even though my mom worked jobs, she still had a side hustle mm -hmm. yeah. forever mm -hmm. until she was able to like, you know, leave her, her full-time job and do her um, her business full time. So That's right. it was just examples. Okay. The other half of like my dad was like his his family, they're like working class people. Like okay. they work bank, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Right. Um, but it was a good balance. Right. So it gave me work ethic. But also the discipline to the know discipline, that you need to yeah. you like it's okay to be like it's okay to clock in and clock yeah. out. Like and be around other individuals that are clocked yeah. in, clocked out. So. And sometimes use that lifestyle to fund. That's right. Your entrepreneurial exactly. talk about endeavors, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm not against people having a nine to five. Like if that's your lane, that's your lane. Yeah, everybody's Even, built differently. Yeah, so. yeah, mm -hmm. cool. So I'm, not, I'm not gonna so, shit on you because you want to work for somebody else. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. So what is hustle never dies? What's it about? What do you do? What, um, what, what's under that? The hustle never dies is it's a lifestyle brand. Okay. Um, so we're all about ambition, hustle, and community. Mm -hmm. So the brand pretty much, you know, the, the inception of the brand was like the beginning of COVID. Oh, like, so you just started? Wow. Yeah, it just started. Oh, wow. Seriously? Okay. Like, a little bit over like a year. you've been doing it forever. No, no, it's just a little bit over the year. Um, mm -hmm. And because of what we we're going through during COVID, of course. people needed like some motivation, some of inspiration of to kind of figure things out because people are losing their job, getting laid off right. and all that stuff. So right, I think right. the message just resonated with people right. a lot. And, you know, I'm somebody that believes in trust is the only currency that matters, mm -hmm. right? So I've been able and fortunate enough to build some really cool relationships like, mm. with athletes, celebrities, I saw very that. successful mm -hmm. um, business people mm -hmm. and you know they support what I do so mm -hmm. when I started a brand I just started sending clothes out to like different celebrities and yeah. people with influence and they got Love behind that. it and you Love know that. obviously that helped yes. a lot um and then you know marketing and all that stuff yeah, but, of course, of course. yeah the hustle never dies is it's, it's a lifestyle brand but 
you know, I'm working on making it bigger than that. Like, yeah. I would love to open a resource center for kids to come in. Something similar to this, but bigger with more, more access. things for them to do, right? More Accessibility access, more and resources, resources yeah. right? So, mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe in a year or two, you'll see some different. more growth. But COVID is kind of like, you know, it's, it, I've been a little stagnated because of COVID. Mm-hmm. I can't really travel. Yeah. Right? Like, I was supposed to be in the US and I have a lot of people that come out here. Mm. I can't I can't come to Canada, but you could come to me. We could do interviews, we could do photo shoots. And these are okay. the things that would have took the brand to the next level. Oh, yeah. and, mm-hmm. But timing is everything. It I is. Agree. Timing right? is everything. Nothing yeah. before it's time. That too. Exactly. Nothing before yeah. it's time. And this time. is an opportunity now for you to really yes. build things. Exactly. Start yes. from the ground up. Yes. Establish the right connections. That's right. And then when as soon as the border opens up, yeah. it's go. Like yeah. go time. Go time. Execute like, you know, yeah. everything. Yeah. And one of my favorite quotes is always like, you know, I always like put it up every so often, like preparation meets opportunity. And I think, um, so how do we know Brianna, guys? So I, I started following him and I don't know how we, like, who, but sometimes like people, you know how they send you suggestions on Instagram, Facebook. And so some suggestions, I'm like, why do you even suggest this person? Like, there's nothing we have in common. But I remember seeing his suggestion. I was like, I'm following this person. I went to his page. I'm pretty sure I spent an hour one day because really? I was just like researching him and like, he's just doing so much. I'm like, it's just, I can't even keep up. But what I liked is that you're so authentic with your audience. Like you're very authentic. What you post is actually very genuine. Yeah. I know that for a fact. And then I just figured I've been wanting to have you on. I've been wanting to like invite you out, but we just never had, we were inviting so many people and we didn't have an arena. And like starting this summer, we really wanted to start bringing out entrepreneurs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, to get exposed. And also we want to know who's out there like partnering yeah. with people and yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. And I just think your vision is just pretty dope. And Thank I've been you. wanting to buy a set of your track suits like for the winter. Mm-hmm. So winter is coming. So I strategically invited you at the right time. <laughs> just so, so, so that people are like, you know what I mean? Like nice and cozy it up. But, um, nice. I don't want to get too much into it, but like I've seen when he talks about collaboration, guys, you got to give to receive. Yeah. And this is a true definition of a giver first. Like a lot of people go out there and like, oh, support businesses. Oh, you know, I can't some people that are not supporting me right now. I started a new mm-hmm. And the people are over announcing people are not supporting them. But yeah. what are you doing for other people? What are you other? And like, when I say he gives like this guy is out there giving to the youth, the communities, like like he say, like he's giving out, like just sending out things. Mm-hmm. That's how you have to start. You got to be generous. Yeah. And that's how you expose yourself. A lot of these celebrities and successful people had to give first. And a lot of people are so ready. They're so entitled and so determined. Like, you got to support me first before I put out. So shout out to you for just, you're not even expecting nothing. No. We messaged him as a guest and Mm -hmm. he was just like, why don't you just use my studio? Why, like, Uh come and check out my studio and just use it. So that's just a definition of how collaboration really starts. So thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Value that. Value that yeah, for sure. Mm. So I'm gonna jump straight on into another question. Mm. What were some of your biggest challenges when starting your businesses? Um, <laughs> probably like taxes. Taxes. Yeah. Now, did you hire a professional, or did you try to tackle that on your own? Being an entrepreneur, hustler. I try to do everything myself. You're like, let me figure yeah. this out. You're like, let <laughs> me figure this out. Forget about the expert. Forget yeah. about the subject matter, you know, experts. Yeah. Let me try this on my own. Yeah. And yeah. what's your biggest takeaway or lesson from that? Um, If you don't do your taxes properly, you're going to miss out on a lot of tax benefits. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Yeah. It might slow down your progress for like 
buying properties and stuff like that because mm -hmm. you know you need to show all these things off paper. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Okay. okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. That's it. Yeah. So taxes is your biggest like that was your biggest challenge. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, for entrepreneurs, anyone starting a new business, get on top of your taxes. Consult mm -hmm. with a professional if you need to. Yes. Um, if you were to start your business all over again, what would you do differently? What would I do differently? Yeah. Probably get on top of my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Avoid his biggest challenge. Yeah. <laughs> right, from, right from the rip, it would be, you know, hire a really good accountant mm. and, and have them kind of like, map out how my business should run and you know find an accountant that could help you find grants that's right find all these yeah, little loopholes for you right so you could get money and stuff like that but you're right yeah trust me as an entrepreneur the first thing you want to do is handle your taxes mm -hmm. and start working on if, it, if it's something that you know you're going to be pursuing for for a long term mm -hmm. taxes and trademarking like okay. those okay. are because trademarking takes about two years before okay. it even gets to their desk to review. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, Got it. And yeah. if you don't have your trademark, you yeah. can be screwed in that. You could dump like a hundred thousand into your brand. Right. And then somebody just owns your trademark and you can't wow. do anything. That's crazy. It, yeah. That's crazy. That's you know? great advice because yeah. I've heard that mm -hmm. a lot. I've heard that a lot. Yeah. So and then you can't fight it and stuff can't. like that. It's too that's late. Like, yeah. That's yeah. like gems yeah. right there. That's like a gold piece right there. Most people won't tell you that, yeah. but I'm telling you. Because right. <laughs> you're a generous that. person. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's just... I want to see people succeed. I know, yeah. right? Of and these are journey. like just small things that you could you could do. Like, overlook you overlook yeah. these things. So. And if you if you can't decide on like a good uh, good accountant, uh, you know, look for a mentor, somebody that you respect in business, mm -hmm. and then ask them. Yeah, who's I think your accountant. I think mentorship is so underrated. Mm -hmm. yeah. A lot of people are hesitant to ask someone who they respect, someone who's doing what they're already doing because they go in with the assumption that that person isn't willing to help. That person isn't willing to guide them and mentor them. But a lot of people mm -hmm. are just out there with all this wealth of knowledge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just, you know, willing to give it away, Actually, right? No. You know, yeah. so I think that that what you just mentioned is key. Like yeah, mentorship is, is Mentorship huge. is key. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's helped me advance as a businessman fast. Mm -hmm. um, yes. I made, um, not, I haven't made a lot of mistakes. Because my mentors kind of showed me, like, don't do this, don't do that. Obviously, you, you don't go. follow everything your mentor said. Yeah. Yeah. They have their own path. Right. And yeah. it's a little different, but. But there's definitely pieces of They're going to help you yeah. avoid a lot of mistakes because mistakes cost money. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mistakes cost oh, money. I love that. Cost me. I love that. Yeah. I love that's that. Slogan, that's mistakes a, that's cost a, money. Brian and the thing Wisher, is, you know? yeah, 100%. <laughs> and the thing is, too, like, we're trying to use this platform as a as a pathway for a lot of entre entrepreneurs as well like yeah. you know mm -hmm. we, we've kind of segued into if, if you watch the podcast like we start <laughs> off in dating and relationships mm -hmm. we've segued into business entrepreneurship mm -hmm. um to really Leveling highlight up. businesses in the city local yeah. businesses mm -hmm. to understand like what has your journey been like right mm -hmm. and for mm -hmm. people watching we want to create that platform to say like okay yeah this is an avenue for you. Mm -hmm. This is the type of approach that you should take. Mm -hmm. Mentorship is important to kind of highlight those things so that yeah, people aren't making dope. the same mistakes because mistakes cost money. Yeah. Money, exactly. That's, that's, yeah, like, uh, tweet that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> On to the next question I have for you, Rian. Um, next question is, 
how important is it? Let, let's separate motivation and discipline. Mm. How important is motivation versus discipline? And what's the weight? Motivation is, for me, it's like almost like a crutch for people, right? Mm. Um, I hear people say like, I'm not motivated right now, so I don't feel like working, right? Yep. But the world doesn't stop for you. Yeah. Right? So for me, it's like, if you really want to be successful, you have to be disciplined. There's no way around it. Yeah. If you like, want, like, for, for example, if, um, if you want to have your hot girl summer body or whatever, right? You have to, I mean, you have to put in work. Not 2021. You got to go running, you got you to gotta work out, you got to skip, you got to eat better. Right. If you want results, you got to put in the work. That's a fact. Yeah, 100%. And everybody knows this know because this. everybody has tried something, whether it's losing weight, something. working out, mm -hmm. trying to quit smoking or whatever it is. Yeah. Something. You're right. You have to be disciplined because otherwise it's, it's, you're going you're gonna to have half-ass results. Yeah, yeah, right. Pretty That's much, true. right? So That's true. Yeah. discipline is, forget like motivation, just go straight to discipline. It's, it's funny. So you feel like you don't necessarily need motivation, but you need the discipline to, to overcome yourself. that lack of motivation. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you want to be successful, you have to be yeah. disciplined. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. this is a true story. Just, I, it's funny that you say that. So I was reading uh, this book, Atomic Habits, uh, and I'm actually kind of rereading it again. And it really breaks down how you should like, stop being just motivated like actually create a system yeah. because motivation can only take you so far but you until you create a system that will work for you it's only gonna continue being a motivation what happens is you're motivated you accomplish this one piece and then tomorrow you wake up so you accomplish that piece and you're high okay so kind of like you've had a stressful week right mm -hmm. and you're motivated to go out to meet up your girlfriends on friday night yeah so you're so motivated and on friday night you do that and then the high is gone Yep. And then you come to Saturday morning, now what now? Right? Because there was no system created. Yeah. So there has to be a system there. Like even if you enjoy going out drinking or whatnot or whatever, there has to be a mm -hmm. system there for you that's so natural, right? And what I liked about him that, that he talked about was um, we wake up in the morning, we know, like what did you just say? You go to the bathroom, you go pee, whatever, yep. right? Like there's, there's so many habits that are so natural to us, right? Yeah. But no one wants to think of when, like how to be disciplined those are the same habits our parents help us create yeah but they had to create systems for us mm -hmm. for us to follow now they're so habitual they don't feel like it's work the problem with today's society everybody's motivated but everybody's forgetting the piece of work because no one is creating systems mm -hmm. so and i think the goal is create a system and and you got to read that book because it's it's like no other successful motivational book like it simplifies everything like literally eat your popcorn drink your wine in between that, add that one thing that you wanna that you wanna achieve. Yeah. So that way you're not losing your own routine because what people do is they stop and clear out everything they do and that's not realistic to start yeah. something new. And that's not how discipline is uh, created. So well, systems are okay. super important. Yeah. yeah. I'm working on that. <laughs> it's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah. It's not Especially easy. Especially with like social media and all the distractions, if you're in a relationship, yeah. whatever. There's there's a lot of distractions. And it makes it hard to be disciplined. But yes. if you do have a system in place, it will make it easier for you. You gotta have that's a system true. that you yeah. don't break. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, okay. atomic habits. Well, while your business is starting to grow um, mm -hmm. and you start creating partnerships with other entrepreneurs, 
what are some of the qualities you're looking for in those partners? Mm. Um, communication is mm -hmm. number one for me. Like, okay. I feel like I'm a very understanding person and mm -hmm. if you're gonna be late, just call me. Yeah. Give mm. me the opportunity to correct the situation mm -hmm. and don't leave me hanging, mm -hmm. yeah. right? Okay. And wondering when you're gonna mm -hmm. show up. Yeah. You give me a heads up, 10 minutes ahead, communication. I'm gonna be five minutes late, okay. Now I know what I need to do. I need to step in I have this, yeah. and, and fill that void and, and make sure everything's cool. Facts. So, yeah. um, so communication, uh, you know, work ethic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm a hard worker. I yes. love to work. Yes. So anybody that's going to be running with me has got to be like, got because it. I, I don't have the patience for like slow people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like things done. Like, yeah. let's just bang it out, right? Okay. We got 24 hours in a day. Mm -hmm. um, I'll give you a short story. Uh, with me, it's like I want to create a space where I could create anything in a day. Because wow. I feel like with all the technology that we have mm -hmm. and all the creative people that I'm surrounded right. by, I can yeah. make anything. Yeah. Sure. I should be able to design a, a, a shirt or a tracksuit mm -hmm. in a day. I like Limitless. That. Yeah, Limitless. Yeah, I can go and, and, and I like that. purchase yeah. the, the jogger suit, hit it with the print machine, take a couple of photos, and boom, launch it. Love it. Bam. Just love like it. That. I like that. Right? I absolutely, absolutely and love you're that. Right. You're I can right. literally build a website now. If you want to. You absolutely yeah. can right now. So there's, there's yep. no reason why we got to wait two weeks to launch mm. a website. Yeah. It's all about sure. how you're prioritizing your time. And the people yeah, that sure. you partner the with have to share with. that same yeah. vision. The energy's got to be the same. Yeah. Right? It has to be the same. Yeah. So communication, okay. work ethic, okay. mm -hmm. and... Doers, it looks like it. Yeah. People yeah. that like to get shit done. They don't, yeah. don't want to waste time. Yeah. 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 You know, time is money, money is time, and yeah, who knows? Absolutely. Tomorrow I might not wake up. So exactly. let's just get this work done today. Let's just go. And leave our mark. Love it. Okay. Love it. Love yeah, so those, okay. I, those are like the main two things I look for. So what's your direction? Where do you mm -hmm. see yourself taking this next? Your brand, yourself, all of that. Well, my my life goal would be to build like schools, resource centers, work with kids, work with like homeless people. Nice. Um, you know, go back to Guyana, go back, go to Jamaica, Africa, all these places and provide mm -hmm resources for people. Mm -hmm. So you have a social Absolutely. cause at, yeah. the, at, yeah. the, at the core foundation yeah. and the core of your business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. I love it's that. It's like amazing. Yeah, like, I don't like, know. I just don't know anyone that has really done that. Like, you know, honestly, when we are all fighting for this, you know, Black Lives Matter and being together and black businesses, this is the business I want to support. People yeah. that think like you. Yeah. So you. when you all see me out there not supporting you, I'm like, listen, do your thing do your damn thing but like i'm here like here to like support businesses that are putting out and have a bigger agenda than just canada yeah. Yeah. let's not focus let's not stop fo like don't focus on just what canada is doing to you and not like you have like he say like this africa this jamaica this caribbean there's people out there that will accept your ideas and stuff like that yeah. look beyond the spectrum stop yeah. begging these governments that will not look at you the same way to support you and stop hating on your own people like Anyways. But at the same time, don't just work with people just because they're black. Like, let's again, not do that. It's yeah. work ethic, ethic as well. Work like, ethic. No, no, I'm working with people just because they're black. 
Okay. I'm working with people that have a good and that's just fine. But that's the thing why. is, that's where a lot of businesses fail. Like they don't have the birth ethic behind yes. them. Like yes. they just they can. That's essential as well. But I yeah. think it's important to find black businesses who oh, also have yes. the work ethic. Yes. 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 yes, 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 yes. I think if you have the work ethic, I'm supporting you. But I'm not supporting you just because you're black. Yeah. No, oh, I'm just saying you that you can't I'm, lack. I'm honestly, you know, I'm that person yeah. that just because you're black and I'm not supporting you, I'm doing that intentionally. Mm-hmm. You actually have to show me what your vision is beyond exactly. you looking good on social media, beyond yeah. you like actually gaining what it is that you want to gain. I got to see, be, like I'm, I'm hearing youth, I'm hearing their homelessness. Yeah. Those are not pretty sights. Yeah. No. Those are pretty sights. And like no, as an African seeing no. like people that actually need yeah. this help, or been to the Caribbean how many times? I'm in Jamaica like seven times a year. There's schools and people that there's people that need more. Yeah. If I see your business supporting these causes, holler at me. I swear to God, I'm yeah. supporting you. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, get you know involved. what I mean? I want to yeah. get involved. But if we're just doing because you started a business and you're begging for support, I haven't seen you do shit. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. not doing it. It's funny, yeah. man. Like, have you ever read the book The Go Giver? No. You should read it. Okay. Who, who's the author? I can't remember the author. But the it's, it's one of my favorite books that I've read. Like one of my uh, good friends gave it to me to read. So he gave me The Goal Giver and The Four Agreements. Mm-hmm. And those The Four Agreements? Come on. Yeah. That's... Be impeccable with your word. I yeah. feel like you're impeccable with your word. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, The Goal Giver taught me that, you know, if, if an opportunity presents itself to me and I'm not able to tackle it, I should pass it on to somebody else. Wow. That Right? Absolutely. So people always ask yes. me, like, what would you do if you made a hundred million dollars? What would you do actually? I want to know. I would build schools. Yeah. My God. Obviously, the first thing I would do is buy a big piece of land and build okay. my house. And you don't want to, you know, got to take care of yourself before you yeah. take care of people. They actually, yeah. Yeah. what do they advise you when you're flying? Put your own oxygen mask first. Make sure you're exactly good before you take. I mean, if I can't so okay. respect myself, help myself, then I can't do that for nobody else. I agree. Right? I agree. So you have to put self first. But the first thing I'm always thinking of, like, how can I help people? How can I do this? Yeah, I love growing up as a kid. Like, my mom was working two jobs, and you know, as a kid, I used to get into a lot of trouble, right? Mm. So when we came to Canada, it was me, my mom, and my little sister. Okay. My dad stayed back. Mm -hmm. So once my mom got landed uh, immigrant status Mm -hmm. and her citizenship, she was sent for my dad. Mm -hmm. So from Ah. seven to nine. Yeah. I mean, 7 to 16, mm-hmm. my dad was in Guyana. Oh, wow. And then he came when I was 16. Wow. So wow. I, he wasn't in my life for nine years. It yeah, was just yeah. my mom. Yeah. That's a long time. I didn't time. realize That's you like were born in Guyana as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But yeah, it's like, I lost track of what I was saying, but. <laughs> no, you're on track. So carry yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want to build schools? So you're yeah, about I want to build schools. So you have a passion and, for that. And, and give back. I also feel like we have so many billionaires, millionaires yeah. in Canada and in the U.S. around the world. It yeah. shouldn't be. There shouldn't be homelessness. It's true. I agree. Especially in California. California is the richest a, state the, in America and it has, it has the, the highest problem. rate of homelessness. I agree. Yeah. Like I went there yeah. and I couldn't believe my eyes. I told. I actually told. I told someone like, please drive me to downtown L.A. because I hear this. I don't. Yeah. Really Skid Row. It's it's yeah. sad. Yeah, I was actually nice like a low key like why am I even participating in some of this like riches? It's like you meet you meet people and then you see heart, you know. Yeah. And this is like like you guys don't know, but this is the first time I'm meeting him right now. Yeah. And it's like I could see your heart, mm-hmm. you know, like you have a genuine interest in investing in communities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. You're yeah. about a social cause, yeah. and like mm-hmm. this is the kind of change I want to see in the Me world. Too. It's like, Me too. 
backing these types of entrepreneurs, Facts. backing these types of businesses that are saying, yes. you know what, I'm here, I got this going on, but this is what's behind it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this like, is why I'm these, doing it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I love that you're about that. And I love mm -hmm. that you've done, you know, your due diligence and your research. Yeah. You know, you're like, you're focused on specific areas yeah. to make a difference. You're very intentional. Yeah. You and we know need to lane. see more of that. Yeah. Yes, know your lane. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you've talked about what you want to do in your future. You've also talked about like, you know what, like, but what really inspired you? So your mom was an entrepreneur and whatnot. Yeah. You came here with just your mom and whatnot. Was it seeing your mom working two jobs that like really inspired I, you? I, so I remember in my, when I was a kid in Guyana, I used to see my mom making little, uh, we would call it like sweet sweeties, right? Like little, uh, I can't even, like coconut drops. Mm -hmm. You know, like those little- Sweets. Things. Yeah, sweets, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. she, she would make them in the house. And, and I, I remember seeing my mom burning the plastic to seal it. Like I've seen all of that, loading mm -hmm. a cart and going in, into the town and, and, selling, and selling. And my mom was like Making an profit. amazing seamstress. She used to make all wow. the, the dance hall queens of Toronto's. Wow, oh, shout wow. out your mom, what's her name? What's her name? Roxanne Wishart. Okay, Roxanne. Shout out Roxanne. Roxanne. Yes, Roxanne. Listen. 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 All these dancehall queens used to be at my house. Wow. Coming for their outfits for the next house. And I remember outfits. watching the pasa, pasa. the tapes, like the, VH, <laughs> <laughs> the VHS tapes. You know that was going on. Dancehall shows, and my mom would be like, "Yeah, that's Nikki and blah blah blah." And wow. This. So mm. I, it's examples. I've just it's just been in your yeah. Yeah. It's been in your environment. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's almost like a natural thing to yeah. you. Like you know, that's why my it's, grandfather it's like a used to run a business out of the family house. Where they used to do windows and um, carpentry. Okay. And my uncle yeah. right up the street wow. had uh, a tire shop. Wow. So you wow. literally grew okay. up with just like, wow. Your whole family and nine to five was not in your destiny. Like, that at was all. not your destiny at all. No. Like okay. just where you're set up. Not That's saying it. I did it. <laughs> because my mom made sure I was working as soon as I started grade nine. You were I mean, I had a job at like eleven. I was what was doing, your first job? My yeah. first job was canvassing for Toronto Sun. Okay. What? When I think about it now, my okay. mom's like crazy. crazy. My mom used to send me out with some strange Indian guy. Me, yeah. oh another gosh. white kid and like another <laughs> black kid. These little kids and this guy would just send us into the building with this pad and we would just have to sign people up. And this wow. was like in the evening. And I'm like thinking about it now. Like, Shit. But she's teaching you. That's crazy. So like, she taught you worth acting. Yeah. That's like sales, Your mom you know? knew what That's she like was a doing. sales machine. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, how yeah. she built you. Because yeah, especially kids nowadays, like, I'm, I don't, do you have children? Yeah. Okay. So, mm -hmm. I mean, among us, I'm the only one with children. And I find that kids nowadays, they're mad lazy. When I was, I have a 12 and 13 year old, right? And like, when I was 12, I had three jobs. Mm -hmm. yep. I was babysitting, I had a paper route, yep. and I was also shoveling driveways on the street. Yeah, yep. yep. I had three sources of income at the mm -hmm. age of 12. Mm -hmm. My kids now, it's like, 
you offer them money to do things they're like oh twenty dollars that's not enough money can you imagine excuse me yeah i was taking all the money i got but it's like you have to train them at this point in time to have that work ethic or else like i mean clearly i didn't do a good job because they're lazy as shit but you know what i mean like you have to it's not it's not you you have to it's It's like technology it's a lot sometimes experience is the right teacher right like sometimes i gotta experience life as well exactly my mom always says like i could do everything i'll like i'll tell you guys and everything but you can never come back and say your mom never told you this you guys go out there and do whatever you want to do you are given all the resources. Sometimes Absolutely. they got to make their own mistakes and yeah. learn and cry and come back to you and actually Absolutely. work hard. And in this day and age, it's like you have to instill what you can in them now. They'll well, make can. their own path exactly. from there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We just want them to be ahead of the class. That's all. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, for instance, my son comes in here once a week and he cleans the studio. Oh, oh that's, that's his job. I love it. But that. before I gave him the job, Good. I said, um, I'm not teaching you to be an employee. I'm teaching you how to make money. Mm-hmm. How old is he? He's, he just turned 15. 15 wow. year old, eh? Whoa. <laughs> I, wow. I was not expecting that. Nobody knows <laughs> Whoa. So young yourself. I know. You're, you're like so young. You're like you're 28, 29. But then again, I have a 13 year old. So I mean, I guess it's the same idea. Hey, you never know. I knew girls that had kids at 14, 15. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, for sure wow so he's cleaning learning the business yes. okay, like thinking that. i'm glad that we were talking about young ones because i was just about to ask you you know what advice would you have for young entrepreneurs that are looking to and you know to become entrepreneurs and stuff like that seeing that you're now training your son yeah. not to be an employee and to be an entrepreneur as much as you're giving him a job yeah. technically he's your employee but how are you like how are you advising these young kids first of all he doesn't work for me Okay. Right. I'm. I'm. I'm pretty much planting a seed, where this is a this is a, a business that you could start. Right. So I already told him like you do a good job at this, and you want to pursue this and make money on the side. Mm. You could end up hiring some of your friends to come help you do this. Ooh. Right. I know a lot of people that own businesses, okay. and they need their offices clean. Okay. Right. So you could be 16. Okay. Making two thousand dollars a month. Okay. Right. So for me, it's. It's just planting seeds in, 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 I his, love in his that. head That's to, to start Beautiful. a business from young. Beautiful. Showing him the opportunity, whatever that might be, yeah. right? And then letting him decide, yeah. not choosing mm. for him. Like, this is what I'm going to show you. Like, now it's up to yeah. you to, like, take yeah. it or not. And, and this is just yeah. one thing. You don't have so, to do it. But, like, so apart from your son, you know, when a young entrepreneur, like, will look at you, yeah. you know, the same way, like, you know what I mean? I saw you on the ground, like, this guy's doing big things. And, like, you know, what if I was a young kid, you know, especially a young black man, and... I'm like inspired by you, but I'm nervous to reach out to you. What advice would you give? To, would you you give can to reach them? out to me, man. I'm, I'm excited. Well, other than that, like, you know, what advice um, would you give them? They want to be entrepreneurs. Don't like, let anybody tell you that you can't do it, man. Yeah. You're going to have a lot of people tell you you can't do things yeah. that they're scared to do. Including your friends. Especially your friends and your family. And your family. <laughs> right? And sometimes they do it out of love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't know Absolutely. better. They don't know, they don't know better. better right? But yeah. it's their own fear that they're it projecting is. on you. I had that happen to me recently, actually, when I was considering a job offer, significantly more money, but a little bit more risk in the sense that it was new. And I had family members telling me, you know what, eh, just stay in the safe zone. You know, you have a good you have a good thing now going. Mm-hmm. You're making good, you know, stable income, etc. Mm-hmm. Encouraging me to stay with that same thing. But it's like sometimes 
you need to step outside of that. You need to tune out the extra noise because mm-hmm. sometimes family can be noise. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. need to just pursue what you think is best for you yeah. based on what your goals are. Mm-hmm. So I like that you said that. Yeah. And, like, and don't worry about failure. You're going to yeah. fail. Yeah. It's inevitable. You That's can't a part of success. Failure. It's part it's of success. Yes. Yeah. And you're never failing unless you actually quit. Facts. Right? So Facts. You're going to fail. But you're gonna learn something. You're never from failing unless you actually quit. So then, are you really even sure. failing if you learn something? You're never wow. failing, you're never failing yes. unless you quit. Unless you just tap out and say, "I'm not doing it." Exactly. Wow. But every time you fail, you're gonna learn a lesson. And unless you're applying, you're mm-hmm. gonna be doing this. I love that. You're just mm-hmm. gonna be running in circles. Yeah. But yes. every failure, you're gonna learn something. Yeah. Absolutely love that. So my next question was, you know, are you single? No. Are you in a, you're in a relationship? Yeah. Happy relationship. And how did you navigate finding the one? She found me. She found Ooh. you. How? How did that happen? It's a funny story. Let's hear it. We like it's to a laugh. funny story, but it, it, it felt like it felt like destiny, right? So okay. me and my wow. boys, you know, when you're younger, you used to go. I grew up in Brampton, right? So okay. every weekend we would go downtown and yeah. hang out and yeah. drink and yeah. smoke and yeah. water, whatever. Yeah. And one one day or one weekend, I was taking a go bus downtown, and her and her friend were literally behind me. Okay. Right, but we didn't actually uh, meet each other until later that day. They were walking up and down Young Street, and my boys were just hanging out trying to chop every girl that passed. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's what we, you know, yeah. they back there. <laughs> but I was just chilling in the back, yeah, yeah. chilling in the cut. Yeah. And for some reason I was like, yo, tell that girl to come here. And yeah. she came to me and it was weird. It was like a mist, it was like a foggy night. <laughs> and she came through the fog and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we met. And then later on she told me, well, the reason why she even called me is because I had really nice handwriting. Oh, How did so. she even know that you had nice? Oh, you wrote, oh, I had you wrote a business, your I had a business card. Oh, that you had wrote. No, I had a business card, and then on on the back, I wrote my uh, my phone uh, number. My phone phone number. number. Oh. Had, like, my, my page number Those days, right. you didn't have the phone, the cell yeah. phone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was like a pager or whatever, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I wrote my number and a fake name. <laughs> wow. <laughs> whatever. It is um, what it is. So I, I wrote my number. And she, she told me, the only reason I called you back is because I really liked your handwriting. Wow. She told you that. Yeah. But wow. the funny thing is her friend was like, yo, that was the same guy we were sitting behind on the go bus. Oh, okay. And then once, once no. we started talking, she literally lived like five minutes away from us. That's crazy. Wow. So how long have you been dating who you're with right now? Yeah. 20 plus. 20 plus years? Yeah. Wait, what? It's not dating, but... Yeah. You're in a relationship. 20 yeah. plus years. Yeah. And you never looked back wow. from when you met her. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so we were asking, literally. <laughs> oh my uh, goodness. We had an episode. I don't know I'm if you saw I don't know if you saw the wheels fall off with me. You know what? I, I love your commitment, first of all. I love that. I, you know, we ask a question, I have to segue. You know, 100%. what is the question? <laughs> we need to know at this point, as it pertains to Nelly. It's crazy because we had an episode, if you watch our last episode, and we the first question we asked was, you know, a lot of women complain, you know, I've been with this guy for over 10 years, seven years, and mm-hmm. they didn't put a ring on it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, are we just here cruising? I don't know where my role stands and all that stuff. And then, sure enough, we've seen a lot of these women, like the Cassies and the Nelly's wives and the Shanties, 
after 10 years and some relationships, this man, like, you know, the relationship ends. Why is that? Like, why in this long, what's your purpose, like, to be with somebody for 20 plus years? What's your ultimate goal with this person? Just happiness. Mm-hmm. Happiness. Do you believe in marriage? Do you believe in marriage? marriage? Does she believe in marriage, uh, wedding? We both don't believe in marriage. Oh, so oh, you guys are That's perfect. Yeah. So that makes sense. I mean, sense. she got a nice ring. But okay. that, Wait, that you ring give a ring was, too? Huh? You give a ring? Yeah. But the ring for me was just to symbolize, and the way I did it was when I got her the ring, I had, because I have a son and a daughter, right? So mm-hmm. I made them. With her? Yeah. Oh. So I had my son, my daughter, and my wife, and and I gave her the ring in front of them. And I told oh my them, God! I can't right now. So you go. So wait, you call her oh your wife, God. even though you never went through I mean, the horrible. I we are common, common law. law. Right? So you guys yeah. engaged then? Um, no, we're not engaged. Oh, so I just gave her a ring to let her know and to let my kids know, like this is forever. Oh, okay. but like, you don't believe in the in no, the. No, we don't the believe in the whole like ceremony. Yeah. ceremony mm-hmm. and, Beautiful. That's a beautiful yeah. way to answer a question because we haven't gotten a guy to come on and answer that question. Yeah. yeah. What a perfect like way to answer that yeah, from that's a man's perspective. And in you front know what the, the funny kids. thing is like there's guys, some of the guys that were with me that day, they they were in relationships. And once we got to like that 10 year, mm. most of them got married. Oh. And then a year later, they all got divorced. Wow. Like literally every single one of my friends that got oh, married yeah. after long-term relationships yeah. got divorced. And you guys are 20. We were so the you, only ones that left stand. So your son is 15 and your daughter is how old? She's 10. 10. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's such a beautiful example that yeah. you're setting though. Yeah. Absolutely love it. You no, know, it was it important just, to like, me to, to let them course. know like this is, you don't have to get married to be yeah. to secure. To be committed to something. Yeah, right? absolutely. No, like treat yeah. that. I'm gonna treat that. I'm gonna return, <laughs> like retweet it, like on so many different levels. You don't, and and that's, that's the so thing. Like, like marriage is, is is socially constructed. It is socially constructed. Mm-hmm. right. And, and hey, it's there's like, nothing wrong with it. If there's that's nothing what wrong you with it. Do, absolutely, it's a personal So what if she wakes up one day and she says, "I want a yeah. big wedding, babe," and like just do it up for me? Would you do it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of guy that sticks to his guns. Right? Uh-huh. You don't like the feeling of marriage? I don't, I don't, everything I do has to be genuine. So I don't want to just do something because you want to do it all of a sudden, mm-hmm. right? It has to match you it too. Has, it has, you have to meet me halfway. Wow. Okay. And I think, I think that's why we work. It's yeah. not me just trying to please her all the time. Mm-hmm. Like they say happy, what is it? Happy, 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 wife, wife, happy, happy life. wife, Come on, that's, yeah. <laughs> I think it's like, it has to be 50-50. <laughs> you can't just make one person happy, happy and, and then you're not happy. That's yeah. a fact. I yeah. actually believe in that. It's not going to work out. That guy's yeah. going to cheat on you. I'm that, telling that's, you that that's guy's going to cheat on you. That's actually like a I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't see marriage at all in your future. No. This is how you want it, no. which is wow. fine. I think that's okay. He doesn't. And I think it's beautiful. The way that it's so healthy and it works for them. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. And you know what? Like, if I was in your situation, I'm probably that type of person. I'll probably buy my husband that, you know, that ring too, just to say, here you go, babe. You know, no pressure on your wife. How do you guys feel about marriage? Um, (laughs) Good question. You start. (laughs) I love the the idea of marriage. What what is it about marriage that makes you feel secure? Like that guy's not. It's not a matter of security. So what is it? At all. To me, I just like the idea of marriage. 
So the idea of calling someone my husband, the idea of recognizing them to family members and friends as my husband. But it's interesting because this is the first time actually today, right now, that I've heard someone who's not legally, technically married, acknowledge someone as their wife Mm -hmm. um, in in this fashion. Um, but I like the idea of that. I find that like when you're married as a woman, especially yeah. you're looked at differently as if you have a boyfriend yeah. or a yes. partner, yes. you're recognized differently in yes. society. Yeah. That, yes. So I appreciate that stance. Yes. Um, I also appreciate home yes. and I feel like, okay, so I have two children as well. I have a son yeah. and a daughter and I find that the dynamic of having a man present oh, and sure. having a man as a husband, that dynamic changes significantly. Mm-hmm. And I don't really bring boyfriends around my children, mm-hmm. but I would want to bring someone who is potential for a husband mm-hmm. around my children. Mm-hmm. I just like the idea of a family and mm-hmm. I look at that as homely. Yeah. You know, That's you can very have well answered. Without being married. Without being married. Mm-hmm. No, I know. Yeah. I know. Of course. I yeah. And you've proven that, right? Yeah. But like, to me, it's like I liked again socially. Like yeah. I recognize that's a thing, um, and I also appreciate a nice wedding and that that whole traditional sense of things. Okay. Um, and I know my family appreciates that traditional sense of things, and I like that. So yeah. if and I, I just find that person, I would want to get married. I also think that um, to Nicole's point, that um, depending on how you grew up as well, right? We can't we can't underestimate how that's ridiculously powerful and influential mm-hmm. and we can all try to like say no the new way should be this and this was structured to us and this is socially normal this is a socially mm-hmm. acceptable thing mm-hmm. but there's this natural piece of us that we that was almost forced into us unwillingly that became our identity and this is how we need to be accepted in society and there's a big part of me that i'm happy that like you know like i'm 37 happy about it i can't wait to be i'm 40 like I'm not in a rush to get married per se, but if a guy proposes to me, I'm not opposed to that either, but it has to be natural because I'll tell you why. To me, it's not because I like the idea of a wedding. Anyone that knows me, I like a good party. I like a good dress up. Like, give me any excuse to go out with my girls and yeah. people and stuff like that. Be a so, bride. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know that I like being a bride. And I'm oh. grateful that I've seen so many weddings so many made of honors and bridesmaids falling apart and weddings literally becoming the most stressful events to people mm. in a point where people are financially stressed, relationships yeah. are broken because no one actually understands why they're even doing it. Everybody's either doing it for family, for friends, yeah. for status and for comfort. Mm. And no one sits down and actually tells you the real deal why they like a wedding. And I say, I'm that person that will say, I like it because I like a party. <laughs> I'm not doing it for family. My mom doesn't, like, my mom just wants to see me happy. Yeah. My family just wants, if I have, if I'm pregnant right now, my mom's like, oh my God, hallelujah. Like, wedding or no wedding, right? right. Because to her, like, I've done right until like, I'm at my age. So I don't have the pressure to get married. I'm not against it, but I'm not crazy about it. Yeah. Uh, if it happens, trust me, there'll be a good turn up. There'll be like five weddings. Because yeah. I, like, I love a party. Like, yeah. there'll be... But I don't know if I need it. I'm kind of like Nicole with um, mm-hmm. the tradition of it because you don't, I mean, I don't even need a wedding. I would go down to the court to do it. It's yeah. just the union oh, okay. you know, that signifies okay. that we're together. It's not I necessarily like the wedding that you have to pay thousands of dollars, dollars for. for it. it got it. Like, yeah, because yeah. a lot of people do that. The traditional union of just being having a husband yes. or something to call a husband. I mean, 
you're pretty much married anyway. Pretty much, so actually. Like, yeah. I mean, all you're missing is the paper. So. And uh, yeah, like an official how, celebration. It's how you, everybody has their own take to it. Their own take to it. So. But for me, it's like when the family at, uh, component comes into play. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously my mom's asking, like, when are you getting married? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not. Well, we don't believe in that. And, and she just left me alone after that. I like that. Same thing with her family. Um, but for me, it's like my actions speak, speak louder, louder. Right? Like, I've yeah. been here mm. from the beginning. For 20 years. I mean, that's fair. I have my kids. I have great kids. They're very smart. They do wow. well in school. Wow. They're well-mannered. Wow. Yeah. What's the wow. point? Like, and you know what? That's why I love this podcast and yeah. i love being here and experiencing these type of discussions because Crazy. it's like you are living proof that you don't need the paper you don't no. need the official ceremony for the government to sign off that you know what yeah. this is a marriage you called her your wife you've been there you've shown him proof for 20 plus years yeah. you've acknowledged her as your wife you've shown your kids that that's what it is you don't necessarily need that so i yeah. think that marriage is very much so a personal choice yeah. and you know if you choose to get married you choose to get married mm-hmm. and it's just as important and it's equal to your scenario where you choose not to get married yeah. because yeah. you don't feel like it yeah and that's just what it is and it's a beautiful thing to have that choice and just recognize it as such equally so important. Yeah. i will say though there's people like brian who are actually uh in a way against uh, marriage and don't believe in that mm-hmm. but at the end of the day don't get it twisted he's providing for the family mm-hmm. he's doing everything right he's got the ring like he's actually there 24 7 so men out there that are not committed are going to use examples like this to say mm-hmm. listen i don't need to get married see my man over there saying that like no uh-huh. don't get yeah. it twisted he is actually performing the actions of a man a real man yeah. like the only difference is he's just not walking the woman down the aisle because he doesn't need that. Like he's, yeah. but he's doing all the right actions. So I think a lot of men, when they hear a woman wanting a commitment, they automatically think marriage is automatically yeah. like try yeah. to curve that, mm-hmm. and they try to throw it like, oh, all women want marriage and all that. Maybe all women just want a good man that's yeah. committed to me and committed to my kids yeah. and actually doing everything right. Maybe if you did, maybe yeah. if a lot of you men did that, a lot of women might not be wanting marriage. Because yeah. I actually may like I actually may start to think based on this conversation that women might actually be seeking marriage for the wrong reasons. Maybe, Maybe. they just want what Brianna is already offering to this Maybe. woman. They just want what their friends yeah. have. They just see what everybody yeah, else is doing. That's why. They want and if they get a man like him, yeah. I guarantee you're not going to be crying for a marriage because then a lot like, of women really just want the ring, the ring, the celebration, and the status, and the and status. The status. Yes. And that, the, and the really knowledge. That's what it is. And it's the family real. pressure as well. And if you're religious too. Like yeah. your family, if you come from a religious background, they, po- you're they right. push that's that on like, you. That's you're like, that's like, you're right. Because it's like, right. absolutely, absolutely. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna switch to that. Shout out to you for that, you Thank know. You. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had, I had so many other questions, but I'm gonna have to like just tone it down. Uh, but a little off topic, all the way off topic. <laughs> you're pretty much, you've been in religion for over 20 years, so you might not answer to this, but I know you had boys or men that have talked about this. Do you believe in a whole phase? Like, you know, before someone becomes actually committed to one partner, do you think that people need to go through that? Like, you might not be doing that. You might not have gone through that. But I just want to know as we wrap it up quickly. Um, I don't... 
it's not necessary. I don't think you need to like sleep with a bunch of women to really find out yourself. For what? Like, okay. I don't know. I mean, if you do, stay protected. All right. Yeah. But you don't. I think mean, it's if necessary. you're gonna have sex with a lot of women, just stay protected. Got it. Got but it. I don't think you need to do that to find who you are. Like, okay. sex doesn't define who you are. Got it. Got I it, think got your it, character it. and how you treat people. Mm-hmm. Defines who you really are. That's what really matters at the end of the day. All right. Not how well you can put it down. Yeah. In the okay. Right. I mean, I like that. That's an extra perk. That, that helps. Right. But, but it's not the definition. It's not. It's clear you came from a good upbringing. It's a very, yeah. very you clear. Way. You have good intentions, good work ethic. It's amazing. Know. And everybody. And my parents were married. And your parents were married. married. They were married. They were married. Yeah. And you didn't make yeah. that victory. Um, okay. So. Now you haven't, um, pretty much you're in common law, you're pretty much married in your own way, in your own terms as a family. Um, do you think a side chick can be wifed? And oh I know what you know about this. Like, <laughs> sorry yeah, guys. Yeah, gosh, Grace. Yeah, that's nuts. Can a side chick be wifed? Asking for a friend, you know? Uh, for From me, a nice perspective. Like- for me, it's like this. And mm-hmm. I even I had this conversation with my son. Because you know, men have been talking about this. Like You could be married, but you know this conversation is happening. Yeah. People are doing it. He said this. he has this conversation with his son. I know a bunch of or, guys. Or, yeah. No, but I had, hey. yeah, I had a conversation hey. with my son. How did that take place? Right? <laughs> I'm very straightforward with my yeah. son, right? So mm-hmm. I told him, like, you know, if you're, if you're going to be with a woman, mm. be faithful. If you feel like the relationship's not working out, before you go out there and cheat or just leave her hanging, mm. figure it out what's happening what's 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 what wrong what's the wrong thing that's happening and try mm. to figure it out try to work it out first mm. before you take the other options and if See, it doesn't we, work out just let her know like it's not working out absolutely yeah. we need a lot more quality fathers who are involved like that's this. What it is. you know what i mean because there's a lot i'm sure you're aware especially within the black community there's a lot of misguided young men right growing up in families with absent fathers yes. mm-hmm. right um, and I think these key messages that are shown are lacking in the community. Yeah. And it's like the very fundamentals and the basics, like such yeah. as this, just to show you like, hey, son, this is the way to do it. This is the way not to do yeah. it. Yeah. It's so important. Just be, be a man of honor. So, right? yes. And to correct you, it happens in every culture. Yeah. It does, but right? I'm gonna I'm gonna highlight that not as much in the black community. It's just predominant, not well, predominantly. You're, you're, you're in the black community. No, no, I've talked to many communities. I've talked to a few communities. I've talked to many. Trust me, I Wait, would I'm never. I'm a man. <laughs> and I have I would, friends that are all different races. I would never. And trust me, all <laughs> men from every race cheat. Yeah. No, no, it's not oh, a matter yeah, of cheating. We know that. It's a matter of absence from the family yeah. like, home absent is father. predominant oh, in the black community. Like absent fathers, it's predominant. Because I'll tell you this, before, because I love history, yeah. and I'll tell you this, before the civil rights movement, yeah. the black community was strong. There was a lot Super of, strong. a lot of people were married. Mm-hmm. A lot of men were present. The people yeah. looked healthier. Like I've done a lot of research. I mm. When I was in uh, Atlantic City doing some work, uh, one of my days off, I went walking around and I found a black museum. Mm. And all the pictures from the fifties and the sixties. Mm-hmm. Washington D.C. No, no, in uh, New Jersey. Really? Yeah, yeah. the people look beautiful. Yeah, they were I've... always dressed mm-hmm. to the T in suits, yeah. and 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 everybody was in shape, and people were married. Like. Yeah. After the civil rights movement, 
A lot of things changed in the black community. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think in the States, too, they showcase yeah. a lot of that. Because when I went to D.C., that's what I asked you yeah. was that, because that was showcased as well in the African-American yeah. Yeah. Museum mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, and we owned and a lot of businesses. We owned we a lot of businesses. Yeah. We controlled yeah. a lot of wealth. Like in New Jersey, in Atlantic City, you see where the Jersey Shore is? Mm -hmm. Black people owned all that land. Mm -hmm. I mean, It's not yeah. until after the Civil Rights Movement where whole... people feel like they could go shop at the white stores. Mm -hmm. They yeah. left all their neighborhoods yeah. to go shop with white people. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it destroyed all the, back, the black businesses. Yeah. So, and we could talk about that. Like that you just went real deep. Yeah, like, that's real okay. I can, I can you went like, <laughs> like you like you went like real deep, and like we'll have to have you back, and yeah. we can talk about that, no problem. But um, when we, the reason why I will back her up in a little, a little bit is um, uh, when you look at the history in Africa as well, right? You go to certain tribes, yeah. and um, the presence of a man is not glorified all the way for as long as a man can provide. And you will look at actually certain tribes where we look really back then where uh, a man was allowed to share his wife and, you know, they'll go to certain villages yeah. and, you know, the woman could be like, it's okay. You know what I mean? That's my friend. That's my cousin. He's here for the weekend. You could go do that. And I'll yeah. send you an article with that. I, I saw a documentary. Even and, like, even like the agenda is, to, my, and again, this is a major thing, but like the agenda to one, remove black men from their family with yes. imprisonment yeah, yeah, yeah. and infidelity right, right, right. and now the new agenda that i personally pay attention to is like the effeminate side of things yeah. right like i think there's been a constant agenda there's, to remove the black man from his right. family right that, so this that is not to blame them cultures. and to say that it's only yeah. black that go to this but yeah. there's been a focus in the separation divide oh, and conquer sure. historically sure. yeah. Yeah. So, and based on this a lot of men haven't found their identity easily. For that reason, yeah. there's been a lot of lack in finding your identity. When you lack your identity, guess what? You're not gonna take care of a home the way you wanna take care of a yeah. home. We don't see that in other cultures. Yeah. Where there was an agenda in this other culture is the yeah. same way. But, yeah. Now, these other cultures, they cheat. Not saying that other cultures don't cheat. They cheat, they leave their homes. Yeah. They yeah. are also, there's also white, um, there's definitely actually an area, like in a white society where they're deprived and the, the, the community mm. is separated. We know that, but we're just talking statistically though. Yeah. The black man has been stripped the most. Yeah, he's and been, for that he's reason, been targeted the most. The most. That's why. Yeah. And that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, the word targeted like, the most. Targeted yeah. the most. That's what it is. At the same time too, like, it's not always the black man's fault why the relationship doesn't work. I agree. Of course right? not. I but we never had that agree. conversation. Yeah. Let's That's have it. We're supporters of it. We are supporters of it. women need to stop dogging children's agree. fathers. I agree. Saying your daddy ain't shit and da da da. Like, you can't, like, plant those seeds in a kid's I mind and have them hate their father yeah. without even yeah. actually getting to know the person. Right? And yeah. let's talk about it. So, with that, that's a men perspective. And to your point exactly, these women are not also finding and seeking healing. They're yeah. looking for this black man that's also broken, finding their truth yeah. to heal them. Yeah. And that's not fair. No. So yeah. if you feel that your man is not also supportive, also find out where the charm is coming from. Yeah. How can you play your part in making sure your kids are yeah. also educated? And how can we do it? Now, now, it doesn't happen easily though, if there's intense trauma and insecurity and a lot of healing, like you just cannot, you just can't do it. Yeah. But I'm with you. I, I don't mm. condone us talking crap about the other at the end of the day the kids are going to hear it and guess yeah. what they're going to carry this generational mm -hmm. um listen you know, i'm a man that believes the black woman is god listen, i literally believe that listen we can go there but no, I, 
<laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, I believe that. Like, yeah. wholeheartedly. Yeah. I think all life comes from a black woman. I agree. I agree. And you go all the way proven. back. It's been proven, but and you know so what? Well, don't want to hear that. There are a lot of black people that are not ready for that conversation. Let's just okay. put it that way. And that's a lot okay. of people. And listen, I'm not here to shun that conversation. Listen, I could, I could go in. I love that conversation, but I just don't think a lot of people are ready to accept that. And it's easier to leave, to live in this fake society and fake identities. And you know, let's just say we're all one and we all want to be together and hold each other's hands, but. I think it's very important to understand how strong we are and, and you know where we stem from yeah. and use that to our advantage. And let, let's not use that to separate and divide each other, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, and a black man is struggling. Honestly, just tell him, tell him straight, respectfully, tell him how he needs to straighten up respectfully. Mm-hmm. And if you're not ready to have a conversation and communication, just say, listen, like I can't stand you. I like because I think you have a lot to work on. I got to work on myself too. Yeah. We all got to take responsibility in all parts. So, yeah. you know, so I definitely, yeah. definitely agree. The with accountability that. is important. Just Come like I believe yeah. black men should be accountable for their mistakes. Black women should, should be very accountable. And yeah. how, we, so how are we supporting this black man? Yeah. And true. how are we playing yeah. a part in making sure they're recognized as kings? Because yeah. they just need love and appreciation and patience just to say yeah. what we want. I mean, we got. The whole world against us. Yeah. Absolutely. So we have to stick together. Every single level. Mm-hmm. So we have to be the ones to stand together. We yeah, we have to. That's the together. only way it works. I yeah. think so too. I think yeah. so. And too. choose your partners wisely. Please. That, that part. Don't make sure they heal. Surface. Yeah. Make sure like they heal. Like that's your right. due diligence before you have a baby with Ask that like questions and stuff like that. Okay. Before we wrap it up, we have like three more minutes before we wrap it up. What's the ideal woman to you? Other than, you know, like obviously you have a wife, but like what would you advise young men to look for when it comes to a woman? Somebody that has strong communication skills. Strong communication skills, okay. Um, yeah. Three things, three minutes, three things. Some, uh, a woman that's willing to work together. Mm-hmm. Come yeah. in 50-50. Yeah, like, Somebody that's willing to build mm-hmm. with you, yeah. right? Not just kind of like leaning on you to do everything, that pay all the bills great. and yeah. all that stuff. Um, I think you, you, nobody, no one person builds an empire. Yeah. yeah. It has to be more than one. Um, and then the last would be a woman that's good with children. Because if you plan to be with that woman for a mm. long time, you got to see that she's good with that's children. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies, hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's from a real man. That's from a real man right there. But anyways, Brian, we can't wait to have you back. I, I, I definitely want to unpack so much yes. more from an intelligent, intelligent young black man. Yeah. Uh, thank you for sharing the space with us. It was definitely, definitely a good time. Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning in and joining us as usual. You know what it is. You guys, thanks so much for joining us again. Um, if you're not already following us on Instagram, please go ahead and do so. Our Instagram is number three way with ngk go ahead and follow us there the link in our bio will link you to our youtube as well as all the podcast platforms we're on so spotify um apple Podcasts, uh google Podcasts, all of the podcast platforms mm-hmm. um and if you're not already following brian what is your social media your social media shut handle? it out uh, it's brian wishart on, on ig linkedin facebook uh, also, you can follow The Hustle Never Dies hey. and Artly Creative. There yes. you go. There you go. Nice, guys. Honestly, one more important question. Like, we got so caught up in the conversation. Just one more thing. Other than The Hustle Never Dies, what does it cover? 
Like, what do you do in Hustle Never Dies? What do I do in Hustle yeah, Never Dies? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's a, it's a lifestyle brand. Okay. And we produce shows. You okay. mentioned other brands as well. No, Artly Creative is my Artly. creative agency. So we okay. do a lot of work with, like, we've done work with Nike, okay. Mercedes, nice. the Main Hotels. That's what I want, that's what I want yeah, to, yeah, because yeah. I've seen, I've seen that. Yeah. And one more thing, <laughs> one more thing. And he's also a photographer right there, okay, guys? So it's a lot going best, on. Yeah, a lot going on, guys. Follow him. Him. But we will be bringing him back so he could tap in a little bit more than what he does. Maybe you'll see some of his work on our page on our platform. So stay tuned and thank you again. Peace, Peace guys. <laughs>